Now, I mentioned in another podcast that the family had a pet monkey. And like any great saga, this story was preceded by another one. Yes, like The Hobbit begat Lord of the Rings, Red Dragon begat Silence of the Lambs, and Wayne's World begat Wayne's World 2, Henry started with an encounter with destiny. It was a Saturday morning, and as a young waif, I was sitting and watching the Smurfs, wondering how they managed to stay so happy in a village of 60 guys and one dame, and waiting for the episode where they finally decided to run a train on Smurfette. And Grandma came in and said, Get dressed, we're going to pick up a monkey. Now, I watched a lot of TV, and I knew that monkeys meant no good. They were evil harbingers of doom, living only to taste human flesh. I'd seen one climb the Empire State Building and break off its radio antenna, ruining millions of lives by preventing people from seeing that week's Jack Benny program. I'd seen a gaggle of talking simians convince Charlton Heston to head up the NRA. And worse, I saw an ape named Bonzo lean in and tell a soon-to-be president to make sure Ollie North had a paper shredder. No good could come from this, and I told Grandma so, and that I wanted no part of it. And with the compassion she was known for, she looked at me and said... Get in the fucking car. I seriously doubt Granddad was ever on top. So we head out to get this thing after a quick stop at the grocery store. Now, we didn't need any groceries, but this was Grandma's control switch. Nothing would speed up us kids like hearing her shout from behind us, Hurry up! If these groceries spoil, I'm beating some ass! You'd speed through chemotherapy with a threat like that. I'll never forget the ass beating I took for dawdling too long in the library and leaving her jar of Massengill to go sour. I think it was black cherry flavor. So we finally get out this ramshackle tar paper hovel out in the woods, and Grandma and my older sibling go out back to get the monkey, and I'm left to guard the groceries. So I'm reading a comic book, and I see something move out of the corner of my eye, and I look, and standing by the shack is a garden gnome. It looked like a midget Jerry Garcia, covered in long orange hair and looking at me, knuckle scraping the ground. Now, I'd never seen an orangutan before. In Florida, these things are rarer than a rabbi eating a cheeseburger Happy Meal. Now, if I'd read up on this, I would have known that orangutans are intelligent and gentle creatures and extremely non-aggressive, but I'd never read the book, and apparently neither had the orangutan. It shot its arms straight up in the air like it was signaling a touchdown, let out a blood-curdling war cry, and started running at the car. And I tried to lock all the doors, but I was too slow, and it opened the passenger door and climbed in and sat down. So it was the ape on one side, me on the other, and the bag of groceries in between, with this ape staring at me much like Woody Allen staring at his adopted daughter, mega-fucking-creepy. And then it lunged, arms sticking straight out, and it grabbed a bag of potato chips out of the groceries. Then it rolled onto its back, held the bag in all four of those creepy monkey appendages, and ripped, sending Casey Masterpiece's finest all over the car, and then it looked at me with a look that said, you're next. Which is when I, in a very manly way, started bawling like Tammy Faye finding video of Jim Bone and Jessica Hahn while wearing a clown suit. Jim, I mean. Tammy was born with the makeup. The ape watched me for a while, seemingly deriving great pleasure from my sadness. You know, in the right light, this thing reminded me a lot of my grandma, sagging titties and all. Then it stood right up in the seat and took a massive shit right on the rich Corinthian leather. You know, I've always said that all kids are afflicted with ADD. A kid could cut his toes off with a weed whacker, run in the house crying his ass off, then stop and sniff the air and ask, are you baking blueberry muffins? And I was just as addled. Here I am trapped in a car with Woody Allen, sorry, I meant a crazy orange hippie gnome that seems intent on raping and killing me, for my sake, hopefully not in that exact order. But when the smell of that dump hit my nose, I stopped crying and just stared in pure disgust. Picture a hundred Trekkies locked in a sauna after meeting William Shatner. Well, that would have been like Febreze compared to this. So the ape admired it for a moment, I guess debating whether or not to sculpt it into an origami swan, and then thought the better of it, blew a raspberry at me, and wandered off, disappearing behind the shack. Which is right when my grandma and brother came out the other side, clutching their new little bundle of joy. So Grandma gets to the car, opens it, and looks at the entire mess. Monkey hair and potato chips all over the place, big pile of monkey shit on that side of the car, and me sitting there, crying. It looked like somebody called an airstrike on the snack aisle of Walmart. And she quickly sized everything up, looked me dead in the eye, and said in a kind, reassuring voice, What the teetotaling fuck did you do? 
and I opened my mouth to explain it and then thought about it and realized there was no way in hell she'd ever believe what really happened. So much like Joel Schumacher after reading reviews for Batman and Robin, I hung my head down and said, oh, just go ahead and beat me. To which she said, like, I need permission, motherfucker. So she leans in to grab me by the hair, and then the car is rocked with a loud thud. And we both look up, and on the hood of the car is Woody Allen. Couldn't resist. No, the orangutan was there, staring at us through the window. Then it leaned forward, blew another raspberry, and wandered off. I think it realized it couldn't take Grandma in a fair fight. And Grandma, clearly disappointed, looks back in the car and says, You better have this cleaned up before your granddad gets home. Hey, you want a happy ending? Rip Beauty and the Beast. So this is Point T. Weasel at point.furryhost.com and movio.com putting the wraps on Point Cast number 50. Do I get some kind of reward for making it this far? I'm thinking a trophy wrapped in rich Corinthian leather and handed to me by Ricardo Montalban.